so part of the uh, perks of being a pastor's wife is you find out about 8.30 that you're going to sing with your husband, and uh, you just roll with the flow. So, uh, that was this morning. That was this morning, unfortunately. And I'm going to hear about it after church, but she did a great job. And so, I'm thankful um, for the time that I get to spend singing with my wife and uh, just ministering to you as a church, and it's just a blessing uh, to be a part of it. So, so thank you for being a part of it. We're going to continue in uh, our, our series today. This is the last part of our uh, Vision 2022 series, and it's kind of a, a bittersweet ending, but time to move on to something uh, different starting next week. Don't forget next Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, all two of you are excited. That's, that's great. <laughs> we know Joe Hawkins is super excited because the Bengals are in it. Um, so next Sunday, for and and God God doesn't care about who wins the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but next Sunday for Joe, in honor of Joe, wear your Dallas Cowboy shirts um, to uh, to church. No, it's it's going to be Jersey Sunday next Sunday. Just have fun with it. Everybody bring uh, wear wear something uh, NFL related or whatever sport you want to wear for. Uh, Joe, Joe says he can deck the church out in Bengals, so uh, that'll be next Sunday, uh, but, but we're going to do something special for, for next Sunday, but today we're going to finish up the series. Go ahead and turn in uh, the Gospel of Luke. Turn in your Bibles to the Gospel of Luke, uh, chapter number 8. Uh, very familiar story today. We're going to be looking at verses 43 through 48, uh, Luke chapter 8, 43 through uh, 48 is where we'll be in just a moment. Um, this morning, our message is going to be titled, Focus on Belonging. Focus on Belonging. When we belong to something, typically, it means we're locked in. Okay. When, 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 we, when we sign up for a gym membership, guess what? It doesn't matter if you go one time a month or you go 30 times a month. Guess what they're going to do? They're going to charge you. That's right. And that $10 goes out of your account if you're a Planet Fitness member, and you're like, man, I need to start going to the gym. I'm wasting $10. Um, so when, when, when you are a part of something, you're locked in. Now, it's different for different things. Uh, if you sign your kid up for Little League Baseball, um, then you want your kid to be out there on the field for practices and games because you signed that kid up. Hey, that kid belongs on that team because you signed them up. When we typically belong, we're locked in. Unfortunately, today in the world, in the workplace, uh, in families, and even maybe even the church, many are feeling lost. Many feel like they never had a true sense of belonging. Take the world, for instance. They can't seem to, to find their place to fit in. In the workplace, it seems like nobody notices you. Everybody looks over you. In families, one argument or disagreement can make you feel maybe like an outcast to the rest of that family. In the church, it happens a few ways. Okay, One, you just don't get plugged in and find your place. Two, they're, they're not spoken to, they don't feel loved, and so on and so forth. That is why... When you hit the door and that threshold on Sunday mornings, we want to meet you in the parking lot. That, that, that's just been our thing from day one. Uh, we, we don't want you to come into the church and then you're greeted. We want to greet you outside. So it doesn't matter if it's pouring down rain. Sometimes we're out there with umbrellas. 
It doesn't matter if it's 15 degrees outside. We are going to do everything we can to make sure people feel like they belong. And if you did not feel belong or feel like you didn't belong when you first walked in, then we want to know that um, because that, that's, that's failing on our part. That's, that's not our standard. So because of technology in the world today, we, we live in a time where many are so distracted, maybe more distracted than ever before, and they lose their sense of belonging. Okay, Everything is at our fingertips, but yet there are people today that are more lonely, they're more depressed, they're more anxious, and they're more stressed than ever before. And we have everything at our fingertips. Why is that? Because in the culture that we live in today, this is what we're taught. If you don't like it, just delete it. Is that true? If you don't like that person, just unfriend them. Just block them. You don't ever have to worry about them again. And unfortunately, today, we've taught ourselves in our society, and maybe even now it trickles down to our kids, that if we don't like it, if we are not satisfied, just find something new. Just find something new. And so the same thing has happened in the church, in the culture of the church. It's not just the world. It's, it's happening in churches around us. Research was done, and in the early 2000s, over 70% of Americans said they belonged to some kind of church, like they felt like they belonged. In 2020, this is the closest statistic I could find for, for this thing, but in 2020, this research was done again, and that 70% has dropped to only 47% of church members feel like they actually belong to their church. And one of the top reasons for people not belonging was they simply do not fit in. Church, we don't want that. That's not who we are. What do we do with that statistic? We, we, we've got to make sure that people know they belong at Cross Life Church. That's number one. Okay, they, they, they are a piece to the puzzle at Cross Life. That's our saying. We must long to belong. And honestly, belonging is a primary need. Did you know that? Like, it's, part of, it's a need in our life to belong in things. Beyond shelter, food, clothing, belonging is a need in the lives of human beings. We live in a time where maybe marriage, uh, income, education, children, and security promote sustaining happiness. Who are we to count or who are the people you, you can count on the most in your life? Is it your church family? Is it your family? Is it your co-workers? Listen, I, I probably spend more time with my church family than I do with Tiffany and Riley. So you are my family. And I pray each week that each family knows that they have a church family who loves them and cares about them and wants to do life with them. But here's the truth. In Christ is the only way that we can truly belong. Being known by Him, feeling loved by Him, that is a sense of belonging that carries on to other parts and areas of our life. And so this morning, I want us to go to a passage that really was in um, the middle of Jesus' ministry. In Luke chapter 8, we, we see this woman who, who had this uh, apparent uh, bleeding problem. She's had this for 12 years. Uh, she's been walking around with it. Probably people have been talking about it. People have been ridiculing her. 
And this woman who figured it out on her own that she wanted to belong. So let's read this passage, Luke chapter 8, uh, verses 43 through 48. The Bible says this, Now a, a woman having a flow of blood for 12 years, who had spent all her livelihood on physicians and could not be healed by any, came from behind and touched the border of his garment. That would be Jesus. And immediately her flow of blood stopped. In verse 45, And Jesus said, Who touched me? When all denied it, Peter and those with him said, Master, the multitude strong and press you, and you say, Who touched me? But Jesus said, Somebody touched me, for I perceive power going out of me. Verse 47, Now when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling. And falling down before him, she declared to him in the presence of all the people the reason she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. And this is what Jesus said to her, Daughter, be of good cheer. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Let's pray together. Lord, thank you for the reading of your word. Lord, thank you for the opportunity to preach your word this morning. And God, as we close out this series, as we've talked about focus over the last month or so. Lord, we, we've talked about prayer. We've talked about just worship. Um, God, we, we, we were talking about belonging today. And, and Lord, I just, I just pray that we would simply focus. God, that you would fixate our eyes on you and nothing but you. And Lord, that your church will be led in the direction that you want us to go. Lord, I pray that everybody here and everybody that ever walks into the sanctuary or the building or even on the campus of Cross Life Church knows that they belong. And we believe they are a piece to the puzzle. So God, help them feel that. Help them know that. Lord, from, from our babies all the way to our adults, let it be a sense of belonging. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, after, after 12 years of bad news, you get, right there in verse 43, the Bible tells us that this lady had went to doctors, went to physicians, went everywhere that she could to get answers. Nobody could answer it. So waking up for 12 years every day, thinking that this bleeding problem would just stop, maybe ne the next morning it would get better, she was desperate for healing. She was probably feeling, honestly, some desperation in her profile socially. Can you imagine? Like, what's wrong with you? Oh, I, I'm bleeding. i got to go to the bathroom. Or, oh, I'm bleeding. i got to go home. Every time she was around somebody, it was a problem. People probably treated her like she had this deadly disease or, or just this plague. Uh, she was probably the talk of the town. Uh, she was probably some of the town gossip. In the circles of people that really knew her story. We don't, we don't know that. We're just making assumptions here. But, but here she was on the scene with Jesus. Okay? And, and I think we can say this morning, this woman wanted to belong and really didn't know what to do or how she should deal with it. What I'd like to do this morning is walk us through this story about how we as a church and as people can truly belong. The first point is this. We belong by believing. We belong by believing. This woman wanted 
to believe. There was nothing else in her. She wanted to believe. I'm not exactly sure how this story went. I wasn't there. Uh, because we're just told about what just happens in the moments. You can read different commentaries, and people give their different observations of things. But picture this. This is my observation coming from Thomas McDonald's commentary. Uh, there's this big crowd that, that sees, that she sees this from afar off. She, she's, she's looking, okay? Or maybe you can put yourself in this. Maybe that's a little better. Put yourself in this. You, you've got a problem. You've heard stories about this man named Jesus. He was performing miracles. He was doing all kinds of things. He was feeding the 5,000s, completing all of these signs and wonders. And so you want to see if this is true. You've got this problem. And you just want to feel his healing touch or just put it to rest that if nothing happens, he's not who he says he is. So you run down the hill from your home, going 100 miles an hour, trying to get up to him, to meet him on the road, to reach out your hand and touch him. And that's exactly what this woman does. We don't know where she was at, but at some point she had to get involved in the crowd to be near Jesus. She didn't care in this moment what she had to do. She just knew the step that she needed to take in that moment was to give this belief a shot. This thing called belief in our men's group on Wednesday nights, We've been talking about this thing called the crisis of belief. Those crisis of belief moments. And I believe that day that this miracle moment happened in this woman's life. And my question to you today is, at what point can you say you truly believed in Jesus? When was that? At what point in your life did you truly know that Jesus was real? That everything that in this world had been created by God. Maybe you're still on the fence about that. Maybe you still don't really know. She's asking many questions at this point. Many questions that probably we struggle with ourselves if we're honest. She's probably asking, do I have a chance here? Do I take the chance? Uh, Is this my moment? Am I even good enough? Is he even going to care about me enough to heal me? Would, would he even forgive me? Am I, am I even worthy? Is there a chance that he would take notice of me? And until she had that light bulb moment, some of us would say the aha moments of life, and said, yes, I believe. I, I want to belong. I, I want to know this man named Jesus. But what about you? Have you ever had that moment? That that moment where everything started to click on all cylinders. That you truly knew who Jesus was in your life. That you, you truly understood what he did for you. That moment where you knew it was time for you to belong in the arms of Jesus Christ the moment it was time for you to belong in the church, maybe even here at Cross Life Church, we're told in this passage she came trembling at Jesus' feet because she believed. Her faith saved her, and she came to the belief that Jesus was and He is who He says He is. I remember the night that I got saved. 
And, and if you're saved, you, you should never forget that moment yourself. I, I remember sitting in this crowd of people, <laughs> and, and the only thing that could have drugged me down to the front was the Holy Spirit because I was terrified of people at that time. And I remember in that moment that I was literally shaking out of my shoes. I was so scared what was going on in my heart. Like I had never felt anything like it before. And I went down front. I talked to the camp pastor at the time. His name was Clayton King. I don't know if y'all ever heard of Clayton King before. He's one of the greatest youth speakers that's ever existed. Clayton King's the man. And Clayton King sat there and led me to the Lord. And, and I, re, I remember very clearly what it was like. And then it wouldn't be much longer that I would go talk to my dad. Um, it was only about six months down the road. And I had that same feeling except God was calling me to preach and I didn't know what to do with it other than go talk to the one that preaches. So I went and talked to my dad. And I was trembling, shaking in my shoes again. I really didn't want to tell him because I didn't know what he was going to say to me. I didn't know if he was going to tell me I was too young to worry about that. I didn't know if he would just write it off or not believe me because it wasn't long and my brother had just submitted to his call to, to preach. So I didn't want him to think like he's doing what Peter and Andrew's doing. It, it was a scary time. But I remember the trembling that Luke chapter 8 talks about. And maybe you do too. Maybe you've had that moment where you're just like, the only thing that made me raise my hand in the middle of worship service was the Holy Spirit. The only thing that made me come down front was the Holy Spirit. The only thing that made me kneel at my bedside was the Holy Spirit. And I came trembling because I was so afraid in that moment. Such a powerful moment. She would now have this sense of belonging. She would feel and, and fully understand who, who Jesus is and, and what he's about. She heard Jesus say these words, Your faith has made you well. And her sense of belonging would now be with her everywhere that she went. Not only that, but think about the ones that were around her at the time that saw it with their eyes. The ones that maybe had been talked, talking about her has now seen the divine healing in her. Number two today, not only do we belong by believing, we belong by staying. We belong by staying. When I think of belonging, I think of being fully vested. Fully vested. I know when I worked at the bank in my early 20s, we had something in our company called fully vested. And at that time, I asked the question, well, how do you become fully vested in a company? Like, I had never heard that before. And they say, you stay on board. You stay vested in the vision. You stay invested in, 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 in what the company is about. You keep working. You, you kept working. You kept focusing on the values of the company, growing and learning together as a team. And in the same way, the church is like that too, is it not? The question is, are we fully vested? Are we fully vested? Have you fully bought in to the mission, to the vision, so that you can belong at Cross Life Church? 
when we stay, we grow. When we grow, we blossom. When we blossom, we go and do great things for Jesus Christ. Proverbs 27, 17 speaks of iron sharpening iron. The only way to sharpen iron is to get there with another piece of iron, right? We need to do it. And when we stay and we belong, we sharpen the skills of each other. That's why we do men's groups. That's why we do ladies' groups. That's why we do grow group on Sunday mornings. It's so that we can grow together and simply sharpen the skills of each other. I go back to this statistic that I shared just a little while ago. The question I've been wrestling with this week is this. What, what is the best way to make sure people feel like they belong and feel like they are a part of the family? That's what I've wrestled with all week long, and I think it finally clicked around Friday night. What is the best way to make sure people feel like they belong? We love unconditionally on others. We focus on building the body. We go back to last week's message where we, we put the focus off of self and we put the focus on everybody else. You belong at Cross Life. You are a piece to the puzzle. I can't say that enough. We can't do it without you. You are enough. You are somebody. You have worth. And no matter how much goes wrong in your life, no matter how much struggle comes, you are loved and you are a jewel in Jesus Christ's eyes. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 20, the Bible says, You were bought at a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. He bought you at a price. You were bought through Jesus' blood on the cross. And if you don't know that Jesus today that I'm speaking of, and you've never had that moment in your life, this is what he's saying to you. Come home. You belong. You belong in the family. Go back to this story that we just read about this woman. This went way past Jesus just healing her in this physical moment. Her physical ailment, it goes much further than that. Jesus stayed right where he was, and he compassionately received the touch so this woman would be healed. He wanted people to see that. In her loneliness, she received healing from Jesus. But the greater invitation in all of this was that Jesus stayed so that this woman would stay and know who he truly was. Jesus could have went anywhere that he wanted to go. He knew that lady was going to come up. He's God, right? Like he knows everything. He could have easily went down another side street and, and, and not even encountered with this lady. you got to go back up. and In Luke 8, there's, there's another um, uh, a miracle taking place. Not only did this woman touch Jesus, but there was also a girl that was restored to life. There was this woman with the bleeding problem healed. Earlier in that, a demon-possessed man was healed. Jesus had that big awakening with the disciples where the winds and the waves obeyed Jesus. Like, there was miracle after miracle after miracle taking place in, that, in, the, in the life that day and in the ministry that day of Jesus. And the only true way to know someone is to stay. So this 
man named Jesus wanted to stay. He wanted this, this woman to, to meet him and to, to know him. And the only way to truly know the church is honestly by staying and honestly by belonging. Hey, and, and, and do you see what God does, though? In, in verse 45, Jesus asked, who touched me? And Peter, looking around, is like, man, Jesus, there's, there's 2,000 people around you right now. How would we ever know who touched you? Like, you see how many hands there are? Ain't no way I'd know who did that. <laughs> Jesus responds and is like, no, man. Like, somebody did this on purpose. Like, I felt it. It wasn't just a bump. It wasn't just a shoulder rub. They did it on purpose. I felt the power leave from me. Jesus then is giving this invitation for this woman to, to make her faith public. Okay, so he, he starts asking, who touched me? Who did this? In front of everyone so that she could really show her belief in him. Such a powerful moment. Are we too afraid today to show our belief in Jesus? Are we, are we unashamed to proclaim the gospel? Lastly, this morning, really quick, we've, we've talked about staying and we've talked about believing. But I can't, I can't do this message justice and we can't do this series justice if we say we don't belong by sharing. Church, it's not for us to keep in. We aren't exactly sure what happened after the story in the Bible. But we know when Jesus looked at her and said, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. That she had her belongings. Hey, well, what she had been hearing about Jesus was true. The, the hurt that she had been carrying around was no longer going to be in her life. The feeling of being the outcast was going to be lifted off her shoulders. She didn't have to worry about that anymore. And Jesus reminds us here that he can make a nobody into a somebody, and that nobody was me. I had no worth. I had, I had no vision for my life. There was nothing going right in my life. And Jesus says, I'm going to make you into somebody. Somebody that had little reputation was now going to have a story to share. And she was going to have this powerful testimony. Can you imagine her sharing her story at that time? Like, she was going to go into other villages. She was going to go into other communities. And she's going to be like, I had this bleeding problem for 12 years, and you're not going to believe it. I touched Jesus, and it was completely healed. Doctors couldn't tell me what was wrong with me. Physicians couldn't tell me what was wrong with me. Nobody could tell me how to fix my problem. But all I did was put a finger on Jesus and I'm healed. What a story to share. Hey, wow. She met Jesus. And he met her right where she was at. Church, let me just be simple with you today. The only way to get the name of Jesus out there is by sharing. The only way to, 
get people to come to know Jesus is by sharing. The only way to see lost people go from no hope to true hope in Jesus is done by sharing the gospel. There is no other way. It can be done in a worship service. It can be done in an office. It can be done on a car ride. It can be done in the bleachers watching a ball game. It can be done eating lunch or dinner out. It can be done at the gas station while pumping somebody else's gas. It can be done at a park. But it cannot be done if we don't use our lips. And we don't maybe even use our our fingers on Facebook. Get it out there. Let people know who Jesus is. How do others know you belong to Jesus? They know you belong by sharing your faith. By simply sharing it. On the church end, I believe really there's, there's four ways that we can belong. To belong is to believe that God is still going to move in this church just like he moved in your life if you've taken that step here. It also means you'll, you'll believe that, that Jesus is going to change your life and continue to change lives. Another way to belong in the church is by staying and being a part of what God wants to do in his church. We didn't officially move in. Okay, we, we, we move in and make it our permanent home. It's no longer just Cross Life Church, but you start using the words my and our. I love when people say my church, our church. I've known, I've known members that have, have been in other churches that will never use the word my church. It's always their church or it's always the name of the church. Use my and our, it's our church. We belong. Act like you you belong when you talk to somebody. Don't just say cross life. Say this is my church, man. Like this is this is my invite card to my church. I want you to come be a part of my church. You make space, okay? That not only do we make it the permanent home and we move in, but then you have to make space. It's almost like getting married. You move in together. And then you realize that you need to make space so you can have a have a baby. Okay? And, and when you when you move in, this is what this is what happens. Okay, things start to take place. You 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 just make the space. You slide over in the pew to make room for that person you don't know. You open the doors to your home so that maybe friendships can be started. You invite them to go out with your family so that they can become a light. You call and text them. To check up, like my phone blows up every Sunday morning with text messages saying, hey, pastor, we're praying for you. Hey, pastor, it's going to be a good day. Hey, pastor, it's going to be better than the ball game last night. <laughs> it's, you know, me and Brent decided this morning there's nothing, no matter what happened today, the worship service was going to be better than the ball game last night. And so you just, you just become a part of their life, and you get involved in life. And my prayer is this, that space will be made so God can continue to grow His church accordingly. Our invitation is going to be very simple this morning. It's going to be two parts, really. The first part is this. Do you belong to Jesus? Do you belong to Jesus? Has there been the moment in your life that you can say that you've truly trusted in Him? If you have not, I'm asking you today to trust Him.
trust me. Don't trust your leaders. Don't trust Cross Life because eventually we might break your heart over something. But trust in Jesus. This is not a decision for, for you to make based on your family. It's a decision based on you. Do you truly believe in Jesus Christ? Will you wait no longer? Will you give your life to Him? You're saying, Pastor, I don't want to try this life on my own anymore. I want to give up and I want to allow Jesus to take control and I need to be saved. I need to be forgiven. And maybe, maybe you are saved. But you need to take that step to believer's baptism. If that is you, I want you to come up and talk to me during this invitation. The other part of our invitation is going to be somewhat exciting. So, I've been trying to think all week long of how we can belong in the church. How we can have a moment of serious belonging. So I brought out the toys from the 1990s that I used to play with. I was born in 91, man. I played with them. This is fresh out of Walmart yesterday. This is 2022. All right, so... This is just a simple Lego pad, but it's going to represent Cross Life Church. And we're going to start something new today. Anytime somebody joins the family at Cross Life, this is going to be your piece to the puzzle so that we can see it. And it's going to be a weekly reminder that you belong at Cross Life Church. And I bought a big set. There's like 250 Legos. So we got plenty. So you come during the invitation and you put a simple Lego on that. The other part is I thought it would be really cool if we take this poster and we sign our names on it to remind ourselves and to hold ourselves accountable that this is who we are. That we belong, that we're going to stay, that we're going to be involved. And you can put your John Hancock on this piece of paper. I'm not asking you to sign up. I'm not asking you to give any money. I'm not, we're, we're not asking any of that. What I'm saying is you are a piece to the puzzle. And if you don't believe that today, then I have failed you as your pastor. And I want you to belong. I'm not asking you, are you a member of Cross Life Church? I'm not going to be that person that's going to look at the names and be like, hey, they're not a member. I'm going to go talk to them about being a member. I'm, I'm asking you, do you want to be a piece? the puzzle. And so we're going to frame this, but anytime somebody joins our church in the future, we're going to take it out of the frame, and they're also going to sign this. And whenever things get done in the church, when, when we figure out this building fund thing, and we, we, uh, we do some of the remodels that, that uh, we've been trying to talk about, we're going to put this somewhere in the church, 
And we're probably going to end up getting this framed as well so we can't be broken or touched. So that's our invitation today. It doesn't matter if this is your first visit, your second visit, your 15th visit, or if you've been here for three years. If you want to be a piece to the puzzle at Cross Life Church, I'm asking you to say, I belong here. And there is no membership dues other than you being involved and you staying involved. What greater way to close it close this series, to close Vision 2022 by saying, I belong. I belong. And I know there's people that's not here today. They're going to have their chance next week or maybe even the week after. We're going to keep this up for a few weeks. After the kids are done this morning, parents, bring your kids over here and let them put their piece to the puzzle as well. Let them feel that they belong here. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for the moment. God, I pray that everybody has a sense of belonging at Cross Life Church. That from here on out, you will let us know. And it doesn't matter if we just met them. It doesn't matter if we've known them for a long time. We want them as a piece. Because every piece matters in your eyes. Lord, would you give this congregation today the sense of belonging so that they feel when they put that simple little Lego down, when they sign that simple signature, give them the power of your spirit in that time. Lord, I pray you flood this altar with people that want to be a piece to the puzzle here at Cross Life Church.